0: hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Faith Greater Than Fear. It's an opportunity we've had here at our office at GMPI in Joplin, Missouri, to talk to people of faith who love following Jesus, even during these incredibly, exceptionally unique times. And so today I have with me a friend, Tim Snell. Tim, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be be here, Mike. We have people, Tim, from across the creek, uh, around the town of Joplin, nationally and internationally. You're just from we're here in Joplin. Give us a little introduction on you and your family and uh, just so we can kind of know who you are better.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, you could probably give uh, an introduction to at least part of my family. Um, so, uh, like you said, I'm Tim Snell. Uh, my wife is Mindy, and she actually works at GMPI. Uh, the Vice President of Development, and uh, we came here in um, January of 2020, just in time to get here before COVID, and uh, it's really, really been a blessing for us. We've really enjoyed this move and uh, the opportunity that we've had to um, get connected to the people that we've been able to connect with even uh, during COVID, but um, I've been a church planter uh, and pastor uh, my entire life up until uh, this move. And uh, I began a transition into into coaching uh, about four and a half years ago. Uh, I went back to school. And um, so what I'm doing now here in Joplin is I'm uh, doing small business coaching. So I help small business owners um, get their businesses set up and organized to be more profitable, as well as to help them it's with just some of the burdens and frustrations that go with owning a small business um, so it doesn't overwhelm their life. Um, so uh, I coach around that. I have training and tools that I help small business owners with. So um, yeah, my business is called Business Builder Leadership Coaching.
0: Great. So From what you were as a church planter, your heart has never left ministry and care for people. Tell us a little bit about how you blend those two and how they look either um, similar or are an extrapolation of what you used to do.
1: Yeah, well, obviously, there's some difference in terms of just how I spend my time. Um, And uh, I think the thing that's always lit my fire in ministry is uh, seeing people empowered to uh, change the world for the kingdom, you know? And and, um, so I believe the church is the heart of that. And I believe that um, churches that uh, equip their people to uh, be those kind of uh, agents of change are are really critical. Um, And so what I'm doing now um, certainly is maybe a different uh, venue in terms of how I engage ministry. Um, but you know, a huge part of my heart is uh, to utilize um, my, my actual work as a vehicle for the advancement of the kingdom. Um, I wanna see business owners, especially Christian business owners equipped um, to really consider how their business might be leveraged uh, for the kingdom. Um, And how they individually as a leader can utilize their business to be an influencer for Christ, um, both in the business uh, with their staff and the people they're working with, as well as with their uh, customer base. I mean, we have a huge opportunity uh, in the marketplace that sometimes as pastors uh, we don't have. Um, And so it's just a way to engage directly. I still love discipleship is a passion of mine as well. And so um, actually right before this call, I was preparing for a, a Zoom Bible study that I, I hold um, just to disciple uh, a couple new new believers. So, that's good.
0: So I think it needs to be said, uh, Tim, that we need to be just as clever as ever uh, in terms of cultural relevance. I know that when I was traveling and worked overseas as a missionary, if I wanted to... Um, shut down a conversation with the person sitting next to me and they asked me what I did after I asked them what they did. If I said, oh, I was a missionary, I could guarantee myself another 10 hours of silence. But if I told them that I was a cross-cultural worker in the arena of empowering people to do media to help bring social and spiritual lift, they wanted to know much more. So I think the same thing is with your uh, comment about a lot of times the denotation of and rightly so, give person honor with their honors due, pastor, shepherd, but sometimes not saying those words or going it in a different way, or even as a Christian, just saying I'm a Christ follower instead of a member of XYZ church can keep us more relevant and in the marketplace and in the community that Jesus wants to be salt and light of. Tell us in COVID with that prison, what does Tim see in the business community? between people of faith and COVID as it influences the business and marketplace right now? What are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you well,
1: I, I think, first of all, a lot of business owners are just struggling, you know? And so I think uh, probably the, the biggest thing I hear is um, maybe the very thing this podcast or, or video uh, series is about is just, you know, it, it, there's a certain anxiety that, that business owners have. And I think just a fundamental Bottom line thing in our faith that we probably all struggle with is, if we're honest, is just the reality that uh, to have faith in Christ is really to let Christ have this moment and hold this moment and believe he does. Um, And that sometimes is hard, especially here in the West, where we like to think we manipulate everything. And so I think there's a certain challenge the business owner has just in that very basic following of Jesus um, to say, Jesus, I I trust this day to you. You know, if we're going to trust him with salvation, let's, let's trust him with today too. I mean, that's the easy thing if we think it through. Um, but I I think there's huge opportunities because I think people, uh, the customers we serve, our employees, these are people that are also grappling with COVID. And so I think there's just a huge opportunity, for the optimism in our faith um, to open doors of conversation um, to the hope that we have in Christ. Um, and so I think that's just a huge open door that business people have uh, during COVID.
0: Yeah, well said. And I think it was a friend of mine, Gordon Climber, who said once, Mike, your friends will follow you and it's really not all unimportant important in knowing how you're doing when life is good, but what they really wanna watch you in is when and see how and what you say and what you do when life is not so good. And right now, life for the small business owner is not so good. So yes. to trust right now is their baby. Uh, they're entrusting right. almost like a son or a daughter. This this thing they've worked 100 hours a week for to, to get up and going is, is in jeopardy of dying and or right. really getting set back. So. We need to definitely support our local hometown business in any way we can and to pray for those that are among us. Talk a little bit about, particularly, also the influencing that small business and believers who are in business can do in the future like never before.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I I heard a guy speak on this once and it really informed how I have thought about. Uh, how we as business people in the marketplace can use that as a vehicle for ministry. And he mentioned just several things. You know, we can just be a Christian in our business. That would kind of be level one. Uh, Level two might be, okay, I'm going to operate on biblical principles uh, in my business where we try to intentionally integrate our faith into our business practice. Um, Another, deeper level would be where we really prayerfully seek God's direction on a day-to-day and even moment-by-moment basis for our business and really let the Holy Spirit direct things. Um, But I think there are two levels that I would challenge business, especially business leaders on, because uh, business leaders are some of the best leaders out there. And so I think we have this huge opportunity. One is, is to really, to, to see our business as a sphere of influence, that we can, uh, that's, the, that's the place God has placed us to be an influencer for Christ and a witness for Christ. And so how do we intentionally do that? How do we uh, equip ourselves to do that? Do we have a, t- a testimony that's ready uh, to share in that place? And then I think another level is, You know, business is a platform. So how are we leveraging that business to advance the kingdom? And we live at a moment where businesses are being leveraged for the movement of values in our culture. It's a huge thing. I mean, almost every business is giving back to something. And most businesses are investing in values that are probably antithetical to the kingdom. And If we as business owners are going to going to have an influence, it's vital that we begin to align our giving back our resources with the advancement of the kingdom and really think through that. How do we do that? Where do we do that? Um, At what level do we do that? Um, We have a huge opportunity with covid, not only in the United States, but uh, throughout the world where. COVID has really opened the door for the advancement of the gospel. We can make a huge impact right right now uh, and and going forward if we choose to.
0: Great words. And in business, the preacher has the platform because they're in front of the or behind the pulpit and or they are the one seen as the teacher and the, the sharer of information from a theological perspective. That business owner has that platform, like you said, because he or she has again, his or her employees or congregation and that congregation or set of employees has an influence through their platform and how they do business and how they bring lift to the community. And even last night, I was sitting and hearing about people in National Football League and people having special football uh, cleats that had a cause printed on them. That in today's world, it's, it really is good business now. So we need to seize that opportunity to have a cause, and for us as people of faith, talk to me a little bit about what are the kind of blending of causes that um, a a faith-based ministry have has done that you've seen. You've seen them when you were back in Louisville. You've seen them back when you were in Wisconsin. You've seen them here in Joplin, Missouri, as well.
1: Uh, Boy, great question, Mike. I've seen the gamut. You know, from uh, a roofing company that's going to you know, give a free roof to somebody that's in need. Um, On to uh, companies that integrate, um, you know, it's just generally um, the idea of maybe giving a a well to a village. um, And not only just giving money, but uh, involving their people uh, in that. And uh, certainly there are a lot of uh, parachurch ministries out there that that's kind of their their thing that they um, they help businesses have that cause um, but I, I see a lot of businesses that have the opportunity to really put ministry, you know, the advancement of the gospel itself forward, um, and uh, that can be done in some ways. Um, it can be done through an organization like GMPI. It uh, you know uh, helping. Children in poverty, where we tie that to the the message of Christ as well, um, is not an offensive thing in our culture. Some might find it offensive, but it, it generally is still going to come across in a winsome way. And uh, I think it's a I think it's a winning business formula, but it's also a winning kingdom formula. Oh,
0: winning kingdom formula. I like that. As follower, Christ, husband father of several and now grandfather already. Don't look like it, but you are. Um, what in the family scenario, what has Tim been learning from COVID?
1: Oh boy. Um, well, it, I would just say it's, it's been an interesting time since we moved. Um, You know, and while we have made friends, and uh, we certainly haven't gotten it into the Joplin community the way we would have expected to in a normal year, and uh, certainly there there has been uh, some loneliness in that. And uh, you know, I just find our faith keeps us grounded. Um, But again, I think that opens up doors. Uh, I have conversations with my kids every week, and. Uh, that don't live in Joplin and, and just opening the doors of conversation about how faith works right now. And uh, I think those are all God-led conversations and valuable to have.
0: And, and technology enables that to do that if they're not in and under your roof and our adult children. I know for us, we have, I come from a family where there were nine of us children and every Saturday at four, Uh, We have the opportunity to jump on Zoom as aunts and uncles to talk together. And then Sunday at five, we have an opportunity for our three adult children and their spouses to jump on with some of the grandkids and talk. So there's ways to be creative and to be connected. And so I love that opportunity you talked about earlier about the kingdom is um, not always easy. uh, And you're moved to this area. It uh, has been a little bit of a challenge in getting it started just right, literally, weeks ahead of COVID. So blessings as you get integrated in 2021. But in closing, Tim, what would you say to our audience in terms of the holiday season, in terms of people of faith? What would you like to impart as a preacher, formerly of the good, yeah. the good news of Jesus Christ? What would you say?
1: Yeah, I just think it's it's critical we live boldly for the kingdom, Mike. Um I, you know, I, that's what I appreciate about GMPI is, is, man, we're pushing new frontiers um, in media and in sharing the gospel. Um, and that's what I think is, is vital for every believer to, we, we simply can't be complacent. Um, and I feel a greater urgency today than I did when I started out in church planting and I thought it was urgent then. Uh, it's vital that. We, we can't afford to be complacent, and I think God is, th- there are open doors. God's working right now, and uh, it's in our conversations with our neighbors, but it's also in how we're going to uh, be involved beyond our sphere of influence. Um, you know, I, I'm a huge proponent of, of, of giving, and I think stewardship, I know preachers preach on that, but I'm not, a, now I'm not preaching And I still think that's such a a vital message. Uh, I find myself, I find I'm way too selfish. And uh, if, you know, that's one of the things that the Lord's really convicted me of. And as I look at the second half of life, how much more I want to give and invest in the kingdom, Uh, at the end of my life, I want to be able to look back and say, hey, my life counted for what mattered. You know, it was well spent. And uh, so that would be my, my encouragement and my challenge to people this Christmas season. It can be as simple as starting to just read the Christmas story with your family and uh, talk about what your faith means. I mean, it's all those little daily decisions that we make.
0: Thank you, Tim Snell. And let us in COVID be courageous is what I'm hearing you say. Yeah. Let's be bold. Let's not shirk back. And the element of giving for God so loved the world that he gave. And at Christmas time, we celebrate a gift of a one and only son. And so from all of us at GMPI to you, Tim, and your home there, we want to thank you for giving us a little bit of your busy time. Blessings in the holiday season to you and to all of us from our home here at GMPI, from Tim's home to all of you. Have a great day. Do be that person of faith, and may your faith be greater than fear now more than ever before. And as Tim has said, be bold, be courageous, and be giving. God bless you. Have a great day. If this program blessed you, share it through your social media channels. There's a podcast version as well. We'd love for you to bless others with it. Until next time, blessings to all of you. Thank you, Tim. Bye-bye.